Well, it doesn't matter what day it is because uh, you tuned into the Coast Show. Ready to go, Vanessa? Ready to go, Daz. Okay, we're going to jump straight into this episode uh, because, it's, again, it's not like the old days. Remember the old days when you called somebody you were paying by the minute? Uh, now with the internet, it's quite amazing that uh, we can go globally. So that's a bit of a hint to where our guest is from. Uh, I mean, you know his name already, uh, Vanessa, but I'm going to give so, you some So the stats. hint is... The hint is somewhere in the globe. All right, That's I'm right. onto yep. it. Yeah, yep, yep. Somewhere, in, somewhere on the planet. This planet. Breaking it down. Where, where he's actually been living most of his life. It is on the west coast uh, of this country, uh, not our country, but another country. Uh, and of course, as I said, you know, you do know our guest is Brad Upton, but uh, the west coast. Now, are you, are you into sport, Vanessa, or not? No, not Great. really. Great. Roller, so... roller derby? Did you play roller derby, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, one of the teams out of this city is called the Mariners. Now, where, where I am on the Central Coast, we have a Mariners, but it's the soccer team. But this Mariners, I do believe, is baseball team. Uh, the Seahawks is another team from this area. All right, Every... baseball. So we're going to America? Yep, yep, yep. My first guess. Yep. Uh, now, there is a needle here, so that'll narrow it down. There's a needle. Like a heroin needle? Uh, coming to think of this, <laughs> I'll, I, will, I will drop a few band names from this area soon, so it could be. Uh, there's a few TV shows were made or set in this uh, city. Uh, Frasier was one. Um, Grey's Anatomy, I think, was the other. It is on the, the like I think I said, the west coast there. Uh, it's 100 miles south of the Canadian border. So it's, it's quite a large city, this place. And it also, it's, a, it's the birthplace of Jimi Hendrix and the origin of these bands. This may give it away. Nirvana, Pearl Jam, uh, Soundgarden, Heart, Alice in Change, and the Foo Fighters. And it was that alternative rock movement of grunge around about, I think, the early 90s that was. And probably the biggest movie there, if you watched it, you would be sleepless. Sleepless in Seattle. Seattle is the, the town. One of the most boring movies ever made, wasn't it? Was <laughs> well, it me? Let's welcome, let's welcome Brad, and Brad can tell us what what it's like in Seattle, Brad. It's not sleepless. No? You sleep through that movie, Vanessa? I That was the early 90s that movie was released, I think, wasn't it? So yes, I would have been yeah. about 14, 15. Where that was in my probably my beginning stoner days where I would have, that's not the kind of movie I needed well, to watch. Yeah, that's why, that's why you didn't. Romance. Yeah. <laughs> You wanted something blown up. Yeah, mm. yeah, something. But I didn't know all those bands came from Seattle. I'm a big Pearl Jam fan, always have yeah, been. Yeah, they were all yeah. just local bands. We knew that's about an, them. That's an impressive up. list. Yeah, Very I just, impressive. I just finished reading uh, Dave Grohl's book, and it's, uh, it, it sort of, I guess it concentrated more on the music than the uh, social life, which was probably nice. You know, you don't really need to know about all their the, the, the stuff that happened behind the scenes, but um, yeah, no, oh. it was really, really interesting. And and the, and the way these musos then get together and just you know become jam buddies. So many musicians are influenced by I think either Elvis or the Beatles. And he said um, one day Paul McCartney came over his house and he didn't realize how much me- Beatles memorabilia you have until a Beatle comes into your house and you had to wow. start hiding it. So. You wouldn't want to know the behind the scenes stuff of them. That's what uh, I'd be more interested uh, in no, is the, I, I, the goings I, I, on. I did, but I thought it was polite of him not to do that. You know, there's a lot of people that talk about their their escapades, and uh, there was a few things in there. Like he, when he when they came to Australia, um, I saw him when they very first started Foo Fighters at the Coogee Bay Hotel. There was about a jam packed into a pub, 
But then I think he, they came out for a festival and he got done for drink driving. Then they found it a bit hard to get back into the country later on. But um, for those uh, people in, in Australia who don't know about Brad, Brad is uh, a comedian I met um, many years ago. He did a bit of a tour down here. Um, he was on the cruise ship circuit. I met through uh, a mutual friend of ours, Nicky Bennett, who's a singer. But then he ended up doing a gig at the, sh the club that I run at the time. It was a laugh garage. Did not swear once, I don't think, in your act, um, which was which was no, which was unheard of. Um, <laughs> is is that because you were a school teacher? Uh, I knew no. You know what? I told people it's actually because I knew it when I first started doing comedy. I knew at some point my mom was going to come see me. I didn't want to hear her bitching at me all night, so uh, <laughs> I thought I better get this out of here now because when if she comes, she's going to complain all night. So. <laughs> Well, my parents were shocked when they came and saw. I did a gig back in my hometown Adelaide when I started very early on, very rough around the edges. And uh, right, yeah, I was I was dropping FC and, and there, and uh, and I think the one who enjoyed it most was my brother, looking at my parents and <laughs> other relatives. Yeah. I thought, let's go along and see little Darren uh, perform his comedy skit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, my mum's not allowed at mine. It's it's too much. It's way too much for her. There's well, my, some things my that set parents is my set's not. Even when I'm at my dirtiest, it's not very dirty. But I have some, I have a couple of blue things and or dirty things. And uh, are you a I swearer up, though? Yeah, a little bit, not much, a little bit. Uh, but uh, when I blew up on the internet, all these people found me and they said, "Oh, we love you, so you're so clean." And my first thought was, well, <laughs> "You know, I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, you, how many? Have, do you keep tracks of how many hits?" your comedy's had because when that, when that did blow up it was dry bar comedy i think that you were on right it's over 200 million yeah i know that it's over 200 million you don't look at it every day you, you, I, you, I would have one of those ticker tape uh sort of signs <laughs> in your house that just keeps clicking over every day and you get up in the morning you watch another one go over i watched it the other day with my son actually um so i sat down and uh i said oh look now we're gonna have a chat to brad so and I'll watch his show again. So my son, he's just, he's 21 today, my son. Oh, so, yeah, yeah so, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, right on, right on today. So and it's different here. I think um, 18's big here when you turn 18, but uh, 21 now, I don't think he's that interested in being 21 here. I think you, you do all your stuff by the time you're 18, but yeah. in, the, in, yeah, the States, in the States, it's 21 or 18 that you celebrate? Yeah, it's big 21 age. because that's the age of, age of drinking alcohol. So that's mm. the big hallmark, I guess. Legally. And do I don't people, remember in Australia. It's 18 in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah do people yeah. really follow that rule, though, or do young people start no. drinking earlier anyway? Oh, yeah. yeah, they start drinking early. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know why it's yeah. a milestone. It's just uh, legal now. I guess you're legal is all. Is Canada and Mexico the same, or is, do people go to those places to celebrate? Or uh, Yeah, Canada's 19. Mexico, I think, is 18. So, yeah. The college kids go up and cross the border. They used to before COVID, but uh, mm. yeah, they go up across the border, go up there for the weekend. But you can still go to war at what sixteen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 and have babies and stuff. It's weird, isn't it? It's a weird, yeah. weird rule. You can buy tobacco and lottery tickets, but yeah, you got to hold off for the alcohol. What What's the legal age you can buy a gun? Uh, kindergarten in the U.S., I think. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't think Sounds there, about I right. don't know. I think 16, maybe. I don't know if there is a 16, probably. Can't have a beer, but can grab yourself a gun. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? But when, no, I had my, when I had my 21st, my dad said he'd put on the bar 
and we had it at a at a club that he was sort of associated with at the time. And it was weird. He was I think he was just trying to be a responsible parent and we didn't realise this, but he'd put on a, a keg. I'll put on a keg for you. It was a keg of light light beer. So there's all, oh, these no. all these people at my twenty first celebrating, wondering why they're not getting drunk. And I'm like, <laughs> I was just, I was the same. I was like, man, we we're going to the toilet an awful lot and we're not really feeling any side effects. So yeah, so that'll always be something that'll go down in history in our family. <laughs> um, so where are you now, Brad? Right now, I'm in uh, Juneau, Alaska. Oh, nice performing. Yeah, yeah I got, got a show tonight. In a, in a few hours here, I got a show tonight, and then one tomorrow in Ketchikan, and then Thursday I fly down to LA. That'll be and good. All, gonna, all our listeners will be googling now, going, "I've got to get along to that gig." The Ketchikan or Juneau? <laughs> Any both, of them. Both these towns are landlocked. You can only fly here or come in by ship. You can't drive here. They're both they're on the coast of uh, Alaska, way up they're up north. Yep. So uh, you cannot drive to either one of these towns. So if you haven't planned your trip, you missed out. Yeah, that's right. It's too late. I love how many people ask me. It's unbelievable. Like on when I, I post all my dates on the internet, right? And then how many of them ask me when I'm coming to their town two days after I was just there? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Do you think Zuckerberg deliberately holds that information back? You know, it's always fine. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They're listening. They're maybe. listening. They know what's going on all the time. Now, Vanessa brought up you were a school teacher. It was track and field. That Was that what you were? Yeah, or, I coached or other track subject? and field. No, I competed in track and field as a hurdler. I was a 110-meter high hurdler, 400 hurdler. I did that in high school, college, and post-college, and then uh, – I coached, so I coached that for years, and then I taught fourth grade when I was right out of college. Do you ever still get the urge to jump over things? To jump over things? Yeah, once in a while. I can still do it. <laughs> really? Yeah. How high can you jump? What's your... Uh, I went over a 39-inch. What is that? Uh, What's inches? Inch. Do you know what inches are, Vanessa? Yeah, only, only up to 10. <laughs> uh, it's about a meter. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can't go over it fast like I used to, but I can I can go over it. I can still get over like the high top. jump. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can I can step over that because I'm six foot three. So yeah, yeah it'd take me about four minutes to do uh, do a race. <laughs> How tall are you, Brad? There must be something in that the height to jump yeah, ratio. I'm, I'm six foot one, so I don't know. Again, I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm just just a little shorter than Darren. And, and as you get yeah. older, you probably notice that, that the balls drop, so you don't really want to be jumping over things. That's right. Loose yeah, I, it's not a good idea at this point. You have to use some tape. <laughs> Knocking over those hurdles. Yeah. We only do it once. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the States, there's a lot of comics that support musicians and bands over there. It's not a big thing here, but over there, I know that you opened for Johnny Mathis. And you've done so yeah. for the last fifteen years. That's that's uh, yeah. yeah, fifteen what's that years. Like? What's that like? What's that like with that crowd? Well, his crowd's old, obviously, but uh, it's really cool how he does it. Um, Johnny comes out and sings. He opens the show for forty minutes, and then he introduces me, and I do twenty-five minutes, and then we go to intermission for fifteen minutes. And then he comes back and then sings 45 minutes in the second half. It's really cool format. I actually go up in the middle of the show, but what's so great about it? And I've told people, I go, oh, this must be what it's like to be famous. Because, you know, you and I, we go out on stage every night. We have to earn the earn the audience's respect, right? Mm. So uh, when Johnny Mathis says, I'm going to take a little break, 
a friend of mine is going to come out, very funny friend. I know you're going to like him very much. Here's my friend, Brad Upton. And I walk out, they already like me. Yeah. And it's like, they already, whoa, he's Johnny's friend. We like you. And so they're, it's, it's amazing. It's a really, it's a sweet gig to go up right in the middle after him, the God of singing, has just introduced you as his friend. So, so he opens, he opens for you. Yeah. 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 It's, and then you open yes, A few years ago, I supported here. They had the Temptations come out. And I think there was one original Temptation. Anyway, so I did a, I think it was a th- Thursday and Friday night, they did a show in Sydney. And I was a support act. And when I got introduced on the Thursday night, it was please welcome a good friend of the Temptations, comedian Darren Sanders. Go out. It was all right because you had the right introduction. Friday night, they left one word out the word comedian. Please oh, yeah. welcome Darren Sanders. I walk out, start telling jokes. Everyone's just like, why isn't this guy singing? Um, right, exactly. And and it was just such a, that one word that was left out because the, the yeah. crowds here are not used to a comedian performing before a, a band um, or a musical act like that as a, as a warm-up rather than putting singers on. So, oh, that was a tough gig. One word. all the difference. A lot of the yep. comedy structures for solo shows are very different than ours, though, over there, aren't they? Like, we very rarely a comedian doing a solo show would have a break in the middle, but a lot of yours will have an intermission, which I don't think do, – people don't do that here, do they, Darren? No, I know I know when the Americans come out here and, and they'll do club gigs where we have pretty much an MC, maybe a couple of an support, opener. A, a couple of support yeah. acts, an opener, then we have a break, then the MC comes out and introduces a headliner where the Americans would be like, no – what are you doing that for? We need to have. We can <laughs> just put, we can put three. Yeah, we can put three shows on, and and, and the Americans will go. But but isn't everybody going to leave? They're all going to leave. We go. No, no. They're going to go to the toilet. They're going to get a drink, and then they they they're there for the headliner, really. But yeah. Now I did that at your club the first time. Yeah. You mm-hmm. said we're going to take a break, and I said, like, whoa, whoa, wait, what, why, what? And you go, just calm down. You guys all act the same. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's so, okay. So and it was it was fine because the audience that's their expectations and they were great. Well, they get to reset. They get to go out and smoke because you can't smoke indoors. I mean, I've got footage right. when I when I started with people in the front row just blowing cigarette smoke up into your face. Right. But now, if, at least if um, if there's two forty five minute halves, roughly, you can go out, have a smoke, go to the toilet. You're not interrupting the show. That's sort of our yeah. probably our, our mentality. Yeah, I that, actually, you know? yeah. after I was there, I went, oh, this is better. This is a better way to do it. Especially when you run the room and you've got to get your bar sales up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we don't have that two drink minimum too. I think over there there's always just two drink minimum. We'd, we'd be we'd be hauled over the uh, responsible service of alcohol. Uh, and, and yeah, we and have the maximum and, problems, and, don't we? You're too yeah, pissed. Yeah. Wow. Liquor, and, liquor and gaming division will come out and go like, "What are you doing? Telling people they have to have two drinks." We're like, oh. "Yeah, there's there's places with still with two drink minimums." Or two mm. item minimums is what they say now. Two items, oh, yeah. meaning yeah. you have to order something off the menu. But just, I'm just curious: Does Johnny Mathis sing the Family Ties uh, theme at the show or not? He does not. It, that was a duet with Denise Williams. So yeah, uh, he, yeah he doesn't have. He does not sing it in the show. Because I don't know why I remembered that when I, I knew I was going to talk to you. And I, I remember reading about it somewhere. Somebody else sang the theme song to Family Ties for the first ten episodes, and they didn't like it, so they got. Johnny Mathis and the other one to sing, uh, Denise, Denise, Denise Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah. And they replaced it, but I just went, uh, that was a great era. I loved all those shows back then, family ties and cheers. And yeah, yeah. absolutely. Of course they're all set or all over the, the, the States, but all recorded in LA. Exactly. Those mm. shows you talked about at the beginning, Frasier and, uh, ER, is that the two you gave? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. 
Oh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those those are all shot in L.A. They come up once a year and shoot some outdoor shots, just shots, just panoramas, you know, make yeah. it look like they're there. But it's all shot in uh, it's all shot in L.A. We have a hockey team now and a football team and hopefully basketball is coming back. The baseball team played well this year. Oh, you had the Supersonics years ago, wasn't it? The Supersonics? Yeah, they went to Oklahoma City, and we were very uh, – Starbucks is headquartered in Seattle, and uh, the owner of Starbucks sold them to a group of businessmen from Oklahoma City, and they moved it, and then everybody – he said, oh, I didn't know they were going to move it. You go, you sold it to a group of guys from a different city, <laughs> and then claimed that you didn't think they were going to move the team. Yeah, you're a genius. So everybody in Seattle where the headquarters of Starbucks are, we we were pissed at Starbucks. We don't like them. I think Starbucks is the only reason they exist around the world is so backpackers can get Wi-Fi. <laughs> you're right. I I think you're right. Your, your cruise ship uh, uh, gigs are they masking up still over there, or even even the land gigs are they still in masks? No, or? no, they're pretty much gone. It's mostly choice. You still see people wearing masks. I don't know what's about in Austria. It's completely choice. You don't have to do it anywhere uh but there's still you know i flew this week there's still people on the plane wearing them um i've had a couple people at uh, my shows this week wear them in the audience but yeah you don't have to anymore they could be doctors you don't know yeah that's true i hadn't thought of that <laughs> i almost felt like i was doing a medical convention i'm out on the stage i look out and everyone's in masks well when we, when we were first going back and the audience was fully masked it was very odd because you know us as comedians you're used to seeing the smile and orically which people were really laughing you know it was very odd you need them to shake their shoulders when they laughed and you need a little yeah. little clue little clue show me a sign exactly. it was very odd i don't know if we're like six months behind or a year behind the world when it comes to masks and protocols and that sort of stuff but i think we've only just stopped now uh airplanes were the, were the same as only recently in the last few weeks that you know you didn't have to wear them if you didn't want to yeah public transport theater, mainly theater shows yeah public transport all that sort of stuff so um did you do any online gigs brad through COVID? i turned down on every single yeah. one of them I, I, smart I, man doing a, show, doing a show to my laptop i can't do that i could not do my wife has a good job we were fine financially uh so i i turned down every one of them they sound horrific to me yeah, good on but you. I did two and regret them. it. Yeah. Yeah, I did two. I did one with uh Jonathan Atherton. That was that was kind of an international one. Uh that was to a an a rich Indian family for someone's birthday and it was horrible. I knew as soon as he introduced the Bollywood dancing cousins and I had to come <laughs> on after them. They were just in the lounge room doing their thing and I just thought this is bad. And my jokes, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to do enough clean relatable stuff for them. So it was just it was yeah, it was butthole clenching bad. And then afterwards because I got no you can't see people's reactions of course. Right. And afterwards all I got was a little comment that just said Thanks, Vanessa. Oh, soul-destroying. It was so bad. Yeah. And then I did another one that was a domestic violence fundraiser. So I I went through that just because it was for a good cause, but hated every minute of it. I just feared seeing people reach up and grab the computer and just just close the computer. (laughs) Oh, no. What happened right there? Thanks, Vanessa, is much better than a 
Well, laptop at least closed. you tried. At least you tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, or, or the, or how do you think that went? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Darren, did you do any of them? I did one, but it was over three days. Rather than do a big block, they just they just wanted like ten minutes before their conference started. So, and I told them to t- keep their mics on so I could at least right. hear hear if they were laughing. But it worked out really well. But it, it just felt like doing a radio gig, really. That's all it was. Like you know how the yeah, DJs. <laughs> DJs get on, talk to themselves, pretty much like this, and we think people are listening. Um, so that's all I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know guys that started doing a lot of them, They and some of them started paying pretty well, and they mm. figured out how to do them. They put the green screen up behind themselves and, and had a light in there, and, and I went, well, I've missed out on some money. I, yeah, you just don't get that energy, though, do you? That, you know, no. That's- you know, the, you know the yeah, yeah, they just slink off into your bedroom, into the lounge yeah. room. Well, that was a good gig. Here I am, yeah. awkwardly in my own lounge room. <laughs> you can do the gig with no pants on. I mean, that's very, very easy to do that. <laughs> right. But you can do any yeah. gig with no pants on if you really want to. Were we supposed to have pants on now? Because that's <laughs> <Yeah>. the case. <laughs> just that my laptop will close. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder why. You, I wonder why you. I wonder why we can just see your head. I have to be careful that. with my clothes. I got a really shit tattoo last week. As oh yes, kind of I a, saw this. Kind of a, did you get yeah. that? What, what did you was see that about? it? You yeah, I saw something I went, online. Did you? Look, I went you fishing. Lost a bet. No, I didn't lose a bet. I just. Uh, we went fishing out on a charter and one of the boys said, if I catch a kingfish, I'm going to get a tattoo of it. So I said, me too. And of course I pulled in the biggest kingfish of the day. So yeah, I asked for people to share ideas of what the tattoo should be. And, um, yeah, that's ended up being a, like a joke of a, like a cartoon fish with a crown on it. So, but I didn't, I, I don't know if you guys have got tattoos, but the, cause it's a colored one, it sticks to everything. So I have to be. Careful about what I wear. It's yeah, it's horrible. It's a great idea. I'm, I'm tattoo free, Brad. You any tattoos? No, nothing. I, I figure it. the older I get, the more I should just fill it up. Well, I I announced this year because our baseball team, the Mariners, have been horrible for for years and years, and they made the playoffs this year, first time in 21 years. And I said, if they win the World Series, I'm getting a tattoo. And I still have said that I'll, I'm gonna I'll get one, but it's pretty safe. Because we've sucked for so long that I may never have one. <laughs> you never know. Sticking like to you. Maybe on my neck yeah. yeah. right here. Just a huge, yep. like a prison one on my face. They're not even prison ones over here anymore. Like you see the tattoos, yeah. neck tattoos and face tattoos. and. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of the time, those people who have all of those tattoos are just big babies, like big, just cuddly, sooky. Like they want to, you know, hold the front, but they're. Yeah, that's what I yeah. say to them too when I see them. <laughs> yeah, you're there. a big baby <laughs> with your tattoos, you pussy. <laughs> yeah. You clearly have taken yourself out of a lot of jobs when you have that on your face too. Mm. Yeah. They yeah. go, no, that's not true. It shouldn't be that way. I go, no, it shouldn't be that way, but it's but that it is. way. Yeah. Neither of my kids have a tattoo either. I uh, that I know of, but uh, not neither one of them do. There's not many people here now that don't like. It's so common that people. I don't think people care so much anymore. Clean people like me and Darren, we're going to be uh, trendsetters again real soon. Yeah, but people will be skinning you when you're dead. <laughs> a collector's item. <laughs> they do that in <laughs> to Japan. cover cover up all of ours. What they- skin people? Yeah, they they um they take their tattoos um 
and skin oh. them once once they once I think when they pass away they ended up end up skinning them and displaying the the tattooed part like of a the wall. Skin. I just yeah. saw that for the first time that that's a thing. So Vanessa, wow, yeah, they'll get the dirty kingfish. <laughs> it'll be forever. a it'll be a piece of art. You can't really quite see it. It's disgusting. Oh, so good. <laughs> it looks a bit like a Disney character. I know it's like a cartoon. But I can't see it, so it's not going to worry me. Oh, see, that's see my <laughs> girlfriend, Robin. She's got uh, the tattoo on the back of her neck. She's got two. She's got a like a ukulele and a, a treble clef sort of thing on her wrist, and then on the top of her back, uh, the Gemini. I assume, I assume she's a Gemini. <laughs> Might have been her ex. <laughs> yeah. And then she said she wants another thing down the the spine of her back. I'm like, well, it's all right for you. You don't have to look. At <laughs> yeah, I you know, thought about that. Here. Maybe you should get the tattoos on your eyelids so you, every time you shut your eyes, you can see the same thing I'm doing. So. I have wondered if mine's going to be a, a mood killer. A little surprise on the back. Yeah. Roll over. Would Roll you... back over. Yeah, yeah. We'll go missionary. You'll be like thing. a rotisserie. Yeah. Would you would you hang your wife's tattoos on the wall? Oh, no. She's not my wife. She's my girlfriend. Oh, well, your girlfriend. <laughs> you'd, oh, so she was your wife, you'd skin her. <laughs> It's, it's creepy, isn't it? Skin on the wall. I don't know how I feel about that. How's yeah. your health at the moment, Brad? Your health? Because I know you had a bit of scare. Uh, not I did have ago. a bit of a scare. I feel pretty good, actually. I'm doing pretty well. My Is wife it... pointed out to me, though, when uh, when I said I would get a tattoo, she goes, you're on blood thinners. You can't have a tattoo. Oh. I go, oh. oh. Well, you just bleed out. Yeah. <laughs> Death by tattoo. I'll be on those till May. So after May next year, I could get one. But yeah, I feel I'm good. Uh, Health-wise, I'm good. My meds are all evened out. And uh, it was rather humbling because, uh, I, you know, I had a heart attack and uh, no one more surprised than me. So that's why I denied it for two days before I finally went in. Oh, really? But, uh, wow. I had one the day before. Before I finally went to the hospital, I had one and I walked it off. I what just couldn't it, believe what, I was having a heart attack. What did it feel like? What was what was the the feeling for it? Oh, it's incredible pain in your chest. It's all classic symptoms. The way they explain it, just complete pressure, horrible pain, and radiated down both arms up into my jaw, into my <laughs> molars. I mean, it was it was horrible. It was horrific, and uh, <laughs> and you still sweating. just walked it off. I did. I walked it off. I went to bed. I uh, stayed up until they until it stopped. And then it stopped after about an hour. And then I was like, okay. And I, went, I didn't want to wake my wife up. She'd already gone to bed. Wow. So I go, I don't want to wake her up. So uh, I stayed up until it stopped. And then and then it stopped. I went to bed. And then uh, the next day I felt fine. But the next day I had another one and it was as, as worse than the one before. And I knew I was in trouble. And that's when I told her. And then when I got to the hospital with her, they did the EKG and the guy, I still didn't think I was having a heart attack. He said, you're having a heart attack. And he's looking at it. He goes, looks like you had one last night too. And I went, yeah, I did. And wow. my wife looked at me like, what the hell? I go, yeah, I had one last night. So, How do they tell that? How can they tell that? I don't know. They, they can tell it in a long way. They put these things, uh, these, you know, sensors all over your chest. Mm. Quickly reads your heart, and uh, they they do that in sixty seconds. Was that hospital you went to under new management? <laughs> it should, yeah. Sorry, Vanessa, I'm, I'm going to send been. you the link. I'm going to I'll, we'll put the link to your show that's that's available online. I think you've got a new one out, which is accessible through 
maybe dry bar comedy. Uh, you've yeah, done that two, one's on dry bar. Two yeah. specials, but the first one I think is available for people to watch free. It's on, on YouTube. So that's what we did. Sorry, we, we got it for free, Brad, and we watched it the other yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah. blame you. Millions of hits on that too, but we'll put the link in the uh, the episode description as well for, for that so you can check out Brad's show. Any yeah. plans to come back to Australia, Brad? I would love to. I've had, I've had, uh, I, I don't know how many people, I would like to say hundreds, it's probably not hundreds, but dozens and dozens of people messaging me on my fan page asking me to come to Australia. And I'd love to. I just don't know how to set it up or go about it, but I'd love to do it again. Well, yeah, we'll help you out. <laughs> good, good, I'm on it. Got at least three gigs you can do here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, I just want to go do stuff I want to do, not stuff I have to do. And if I can mm. turn it into a vacation, also, and I'd be, ha- I'd love to. Becomes a tax com- production too. Then well, comedy's alive and well, isn't it? It's everyone wants to get out and about. It's the time to strike everywhere. I think, isn't it? People are yeah, keen absolutely. for a good time. You know, that's the nice thing. Uh, actually, when I came to Australia, I don't know how long ago was that, Darren? Ten years or so. I was really. That made me, it was a big deal because I realized, oh, this stuff translates. It, mm. it works everywhere. Uh, there's always a couple of things in your act that you're like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But uh, that was really encouraging to me that it worked very well. And now finding these people online that just, you know, from Australia or Britain that just think I'm the greatest. I'm like, oh, this is great. I would I would play well other other places too. If you come out, don't call a circle on on the on the road it's called a roundabout here so, uh, yeah yeah i've been corrected by people too it's a roundabout like ah, okay a roundabout all right traffic circles is what yeah. we some people call them here traffic circles really it traffic depends circle. on what part of the country but no one says roundabout uh yeah both here in the states it just depends where you're at because i've had people here in this in the states correcting me it's it's a roundabout i'm like oh well and when your town is a roundabout here it's a traffic circle that's how much we don't know. We don't even know what to call them. That's how come we drive them so poorly. Oh, Brad, thanks for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Because I know, Absolutely. like I said, being up there in uh, Alaska Way, is it, what's the temperature there at the moment? Uh, it, it is currently, let me look here. It is about, it, well, I'm, I'll, I'll try and do it for centigrade. It's about plus two. Oh, right. How many inches yeah. is that, uh, Vanessa? How many what inches? <laughs> <laughs> I only think in inches. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, enjoy uh, enjoy the trip, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, man, we get to see you down here soon. Absolutely, I'd love to. Right, yeah, nice to meet you, Brad. Thanks for your time. Nice meeting you too. All right, we'll see you again. Take care.